0: Welcome to Daily Drive Time Devotions. We're looking today at verses 16 to 18 of Second Thessalonians chapter three, and we're also coming to the end of our study of First and Second Thessalonians. We're gonna look at those final three verses in a moment, but before that, let me just remind you of some of the main themes, some of the main truths that we've looked at together in these two verses. These are books about how to be real. They're about how to live the authentic life that God has made you to live. They're verses and books about real life, Real confidence, real love for others, real work, real hope, real life. A life of of faith, hope, and love. That's a theme that came up often in these verses. Real confidence. Confidence is based not on my competence, but on the faithfulness of God. That came up often in these books. These are books that are about a real love for others. A love that gives itself to fellow believers, often in courageous ways and a love that gives itself to those who have not yet come to know Christ by letting the good news of Christ run its way into the world. These are books about real work, just the practicality of working hard with your own hands, of he who will not work, neither let him eat, the practicality of the influence that you can have, the impact you can make in this world, just through the simple work that you do in ways that honor God. And these are books that are probably more than anything about real hope. Paul returned to this theme again and again. And he talked about the kind of emotion, the kind of heart that we should have as we think about, as we look forward to the second coming of Christ. He says the emotion we should not have is an emotion of confusion or anxiety, but we should have have a sense of anticipation as we look forward to the fact that Jesus Christ is coming again. Now, with all of that in mind, let me read for you the last three verses of 2 Thessalonians chapter 3. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace in all times and in every way the Lord be with all of you. I, Paul, write this greeting in my own hand, which is the distinguishing mark in all my letters. This is how I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Paul talks in these three verses about three simple things that change absolutely everything. He talks about peace, he talks about a greeting, and he talks about grace. Let's look at those three, peace, a greeting, and grace. First, he says, peace. He says, may the Lord of peace give you peace in all times and in every way. That says that there is never a time, there is never a circumstance in which I am supposed to be without peace. Now, this is important because we've talked about being authentic. We've talked about being real in these verses, in these chapters. We all want to be authentic. And so in a difficult circumstance, we think, you know, maybe maybe I'm not being authentic if I'm at peace in this circumstance because this is a difficult circumstance. No, you're not being authentic if you fake peace, but these verses remind us that it's God's will for us to be at peace in all times and in every way. In fact, Jesus said over in John chapter 16, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. That's the kind of peace that he's talking about. Now, an inauthentic peace is the kind of peace that pretends there's no trouble. And and I understand that desire for us not to pretend there's no trouble. Jesus said, in this world, you're going to have trouble. So don't lie to yourself. But authentic peace recognizes in this world where we do have trouble, we have Jesus Christ. And so we can take heart because Jesus has overcome the world. I may not feel that today. I may not see that today, but that's the truth today. How do I experience peace in all circumstances, at all times, In me, Jesus says, you will have peace. Paul says here in 2 Thessalonians, may the Lord of peace be with you. It is God's presence that produces peace. Peace comes from the Lord of peace. Peace is not a philosophy, it's a relationship. And maybe even more important to remember is this peace is not a mindset or an attitude, it is a relationship. When I feel a loss of peace in my heart, when I feel an anxiety, an anxiousness, a worry. I'm not being invited just to think in a different way or to have a different philosophy about life. I'm not being invited just to be more positive. When I feel that loss of peace or that lack of peace, I'm being invited to lean on my relationship with Jesus Christ because the promise of God is that no matter what your problem is, you can have peace, I can have peace, And solving that problem. And the peace comes not from the problem, not from solving the problem, not from my attitude about the problem. The peace comes from my relationship with Jesus Christ. Peace at all times and in every way. And then a second thing in these three verses, Paul just brings simple greetings. Greetings, he says. It's a reminder of the fact that Paul dictated this letter. And then at the end, he wrote down in his own hand to authenticate the fact that he was the one who dictated this letter. Now, we don't know why Paul dictated his letters. It might have been because that's what many people did in that day. It was a common practice. But there's another thing that's very important in the reason he dictated his letter. He indicates in some other letters that the reason he had to write down just a simple greeting at the end was that he was not able to write himself because of some sickness, some ailment, some difficulty that he had. Some people think that it was an eye disease. Other people think that it was something attacking his nervous system. But for whatever reason, Paul had difficulty writing. And so at the end, he would write with, in one book it says large letters, write this greeting, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you, that said to people, this is Paul actually writing. Now to me, the exciting thing about that is that God used Paul, a man, a human being, to inspire through the Holy Spirit perfect words, words that change our lives. And not everything that Paul did was perfect. Many of the things that he did were far from perfect. But in the writing of these books of the New Testament, the Holy Spirit inspired him in such a way that the words are perfect. Paul's personality shines through, and yet the Holy Spirit inspired him to write something that is perfect. Now, if you don't think that God could do something perfect through a human being, you've forgotten about Mary, that the Son of God, Jesus Christ, came into this world through an imperfect girl named Mary. God perfectly conceived in an imperfect Mary a perfect Son of God. And the Scriptures are perfect. That perfection is what gives them such personal power for change. It is not a perfection that's just meant to be admired. Many people miss that. Not a perfection that's just meant to be held up and said, wow, isn't that a cool looking thing? Like you might admire the perfection of a diamond. No, it is a perfection that is meant to be reflected in your life. The Holy Spirit inspired these words and Paul's greeting at the end is a reminder of that fact. You've got peace, We've got greetings. and Then there's a third thing in these verses. We have grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. That's the common ending to all of Paul's letters. And so it's easily ignored by us as something familiar. When somebody says something often, as Paul said this often, it could be just repetition or it could be because it's so important to them. And in this case, it's because it was so important to Paul. Grace was the driving force in his life. He'd experienced it and wanted all of us to experience this grace. He wanted people to receive the gift of grace, but he went went further than that. He wanted people to live out God's grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ not just be accepted by you, but notice the words, be with you. So here's the question. Is God's grace going to be with you today? Oh, you may have accepted his grace. You may know that you're saved by his grace. Is God's grace going to be with you today? It is. But are you going to recognize it? Are you going to recognize that You can lean on, depend on his grace today. We are all, as we often say at Saddleback, trophies of grace. We are all saved only by grace. We all have a relationship with Jesus Christ through his grace. And today, will you lean on his grace? Recognize that his grace is with you every moment of the day. As we pray together today, I'd like to pray about peace and truth, and grace. God, I pray for someone who's listening to this right now who is not at peace. I've been in the place where I'm not at peace, where I lay awake worrying about something, anxious about something, wondering about something. But Jesus, your words and the words of Paul here remind me that peace is possible in any circumstance. So I pray for the person who's without peace right now. Help them to know that your peace can be a part of their life today. God, we pray in gratefulness for your truth today. That your truth can be leaned on in our lives. And that your truth can be counted on in our lives. That your truth is perfect, not just to be admired, but to be reflected in our lives. And I pray that in some way, maybe known by us, maybe unknown by us, that your truth would be reflected to those who are around us. Jesus, let other people see you in me. And Lord, we want to thank you for your grace today. Without your grace, we wouldn't know you. Without your grace, we would not be forgiven. Without your grace, we wouldn't be headed for heaven. And I pray that for each of us, your grace would be with us today. We'd be aware of your grace. We'd live in your grace. We would be in appreciation of your grace throughout the day today. And that that grace would form and fashion the decisions and the direction of our life moment by moment today. We pray this together in Jesus' name. Amen. And well, I want to thank you for being a part of this study of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians. And I want to encourage you, don't stop now. Pick one of the other books that we've done off of the website. You can study one of the other books that we've already done, or you can stay with us as we continue on for the next book that we're going to study together. Ten minutes a day, a chapter a week, a book at a time, and we're going to learn the Bible together. And I want to leave you with Paul's encouragement. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all.